Hi, I'm Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about music and activism. Should artists be speaking out on some of the social justice issues that we're all concerned about today? That's what we're focusing on in this episode of Street Soldiers. Now, you know where you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And follow me on Facebook, please. I know a lot of you don't like to use it, but you should, because I do Facebook Lives from breaking news almost every day. Follow Lisa Evers with the blue check, not the bootleg Lisa to Evers Facebook sites, okay? Anyway, let me introduce our panel. We have a great panel to break this down. All kinds of experience here in the studio right now talking about this issue because a lot of people are saying artists really don't have any business getting involved in this, but a lot of fans are saying, you know what? There's sometimes we really want to hear from our artists. Are they going through what we're going through? So let me introduce our panel to you. Amadeus joins us. He's a multi-platinum music producer for more than 60 artists, including Chris Brown, J-Lo, Young Thug, and many more. He's also Trey Song's music director. He's a community adv uh, advocate, activist, and educator. He sponsors panels to educate the youth about the music industry, and he's also a longtime supporter of our Street Soldiers Push for Peace anti-violence efforts. Amadeus, thanks so much for being with Thank us. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Also joining us, first time on Street Soldiers, we're very excited to have her, very talented young woman. Robin Hood is her MC name. She's a hip-hop MC. Her uh, AKA is Miriam Hyman. And she is a classically trained actress. She was trained at the Yale School of Drama, very impressive. And she has also, equally impressive, are her many major television credits on the big networks. You've seen her on Blue Blood. She plays Emile Cooper, the medical examiner there, the one that's always there, uh, you know, right in the middle of looking at the bodies and this happened and that happened. Um, the Blacklist and many other big TV shows. And uh, Robin Hood, very happy to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate we, we appreciate it. Also with us, Chuck Creek. He's the CEO of AllHipHop.com, one of the premier hip-hop news sites that's out there, period. Chuck, thank you so much thank for being you. with us. Chuck, when you saw the Grammys and you hear this discussion that's been going on, which we've talked about mm -hmm. and we continue to talk about and people on social media talk about it, mm -hmm. do you feel un enough artists are speaking out or do you think that's an unrealistic expectation we have? No, I think that I don't think enough are speaking out. I think more should speak out. I think everyone has a voice and if you happen to have a louder voice and a louder platform to say something you should absolutely say it and our people are you know the general population is asking for it you know why not and that's the legacy of this country it's not something that just popped up recently robin what do you think about that yeah i agree with him 100 percent. i mean i think if you have a platform you should use your voice um if not, what's the point, you know? And I think that as an artist, we have multiple messages that we can send. And everything can't just be turn up, you know? Everything can't just be a party and have fun. We are dealing with, you know, social injustices every single day. So I think that it behooves us to speak about it. I mean, why not? We're affected. If you're not directly, trust you're affected indirectly. Your family, you know, friends, somebody you know has experienced, you know, some something in some capacity. So why not speak up? Amadeus, you work with so many of the, of the biggest names in the business. The pressure that's on artists and just the amount of work, even when you're at the top of your game, to keep your career going and developing and growing, do they have time to really educate themselves about you know, the nuances and what's uh -huh. going on? You know, it's all about what matters to you as an individual. Um, you know, a lot of artists 
are focused on, like you said, focused on their careers, focused on the music, focused on gaining fans, focused on prospering in a musical way, but not really focused on, like you're saying, the, the issues that are being that are being dealt with today. Um, and, and I think it's fear. I think it's fear of possibly losing fans, fear of losing supporters. Um, and, you know, th- those are the decisions that some of the artists make. Um, and everybody has a choice. You know, so I don't judge anybody in regards to whether they choose to speak on it or whether they choose not to speak on it. You know, we have a right to decide what we want to do and what we don't want to do. So I respect it either way. Whether but they do, do, whether they do or not, want right. to get involved or not. But you volunteer a lot of your time. Yes, yes. I, you know, just for me being in the music industry and and dealing with what I've dealt with coming up and learning the business and the and the pros and the cons. I just want to give back and teach people on how to win. You know, how to win, how to be successful. No one gave us the blueprint. No one gave you the blueprint on how to be successful in your area, in your field, and I feel like why not give them the blueprint? Why go allow people to go through what we went through? If we can avoid you from making the same Skip mistakes, give some steps and, and not make not? those mistakes. Right. But what about what about the artists themselves, Chuck? Because I, I spoke with Rico Love about this, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, you have to understand, Lisa. There are there's no artist right now, in mm-hmm. his opinion that has the attention across the different generations of hip-hop. He said, you go back to Tupac, you look at what Tupac was saying, some very conscious things, Uh what we call conscious, but he was just right on the nerve of what was happening and a lot of people were going through, Uh but he also touched a lot of, you know, generations, and he was in his 20s. So Rico said there's really not anybody like that that has that kind of broad spectrum. Do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Uh, I totally agree with that. There's different levels to this, and... um one level, first of all, is political education that artists just don't have now. I mean, you have to look at Tupac for all that he was, and he was the son of Black Panthers. He was also raised in New York and L.A., and he had, you know, he was a an art student. You know, there was so much depth to him, and people forget that. And so you can't just sit here and act like Tupac is some regular Joe Schmo that just came along. No, that's not the case. He had a, he had it in his blood. And secondly, I think we have to look at what hip-hop was at that point in time. We're talking about the golden era of hip-hop. We're not talking about now. We're talking about when hip-hop was actually, it was acceptable to be politically engaged. It was acceptable to be a little wild. And there were there were uh, layers to your personality that was permitted. So Tupac could do one song like Brenda's Got a Baby, Dear Mama, and I Get Around, right. and that was all good. Right. You know what I mean? And there was no looking at him sideways like, why you, you, and no you know, social you media telling comments. girls to keep their head up. What's wrong with you? Like, right, and no old. social media comments. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and you didn't get feedback, and you the fans didn't even have a say-so in your art. It's true. You know, so... That's, a, that's an important point. Robin, what about that? The fans, you know, paying attention to the fans and the fans having to say so. You think people are looking to not alienate their fans too? Um, probably to a certain extent. You know, um, I agree with what you were saying as well. Because, I mean, you have to have balance within your artistry and, you know, I guess trying to balance private versus public. You know, how you feel. Personally. Your, you know, personally in your home with your family, the choices, the decisions that you make. And then when you come out and you have to be, you know, a public person, you're in the public view, you might have to, I don't know, sometimes um, balance that out a little, just a little bit more, maybe not be as expressive as you would like to be. 
to, to be outspoken because one thing is business right and the other mm-hmm. thing is the social activism but there's also kind of a gray area where you have to be sensitive to what your fans are going through too right right mm. i mean if you look at people like say john legend i mean john legend's strong you know his whole movement is crazy right now and i think that if you know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about that's the thing it doesn't matter and your fans your real core fans that really like and appreciate you will will ride with you through that even if they don't agree in a lot of instances we didn't agree with everything tupac said we didn't agree with everything krs one said or chuck d even Mm -hmm. but they were about what they were about and they were people of their word and you know you can you can uh, rock with that you know lisa you touched on something and you mentioned social media i feel like social media changed everything mm-hmm. like Pac didn't care like Pac yeah. said what he said put whatever he put out there and that was it and the only way to really reach Pac and to, and to give Pac feedback was if you saw him exactly so if, if you, you saw him or didn't buy his or didn't buy the, or the, didn't music. Buy the CD nowadays yeah. you say something everything is posted you post it on social media you got comments I'm I read through people comments sometimes and people are just ruthless like reckless yeah. so you gotta be you gotta <laughs> have a, a backbone a really strong backbone and a, and, a, and a thing to not really care, which is hard, of of what people say to you and how people respond to you. It's tough. They they go in. All right, let's talk. We gotta take a short break. Let's talk. Let's talk a little more about uh, social media and social issues. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, what's up? This is your girl Sierra, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, baby, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about music and activists. Should artists be speaking out on some of the social justice issues that are facing us as a people? and as a nation. That's what we're talking about with our guest right now. Joining me, Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer for more than 60 top artists, including Chris Brown, J-Lo, Young Thug, and many more. He's also the music director for Trey Songs. He's a community activist and educator and longtime supporter of our Street Soldiers Push for Peace community efforts. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Always good to be here. Thank you so much. Also joining us, Robin Hood. You might know her as Miriam Hyman. I'm gonna tell you why in just a second. She is a hip hop, very hot hip hop MC right now. And she's also a classically trained actress from the Yale School of Drama. How about that? And uh, many, she has many television credits with major network shows. And you've probably seen her playing Emile Cooper, the medical examiner on Blue Bloods. Robin, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Also joining us, Chuck Creekmer. He is the CEO of allhiphop.com, one of the premier hip hop news sites in the world. Chuck, great to have you with us. Thank you. Let's let's talk about social media, social issues, mm-hmm. and you know the, the, these this climate that so many artists are in. Because look at J. Cole after Ferguson, he came out with this. He was actually there on the ground. Right. He came out with that gut wrenching song that was just hit so many, you know, mm-hmm. hit so many people. But then a comment he made about saying, you know what, we need to focus on police uh, brutality and police excessive force against unarmed black men. But we also need to talk about black on black crime. And mm-hmm. a lot of people went. Yeah. Went off on that. Mm, absolutely. Well, I mean, the thing is, every artist doesn't need to say anything, right? Every artist is not an activist. Every artist doesn't even have the educational background to speak, period, much less about things in... <laughs> mind The minefields of politics right. and, and, and issues, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And J. Cole is not one of them, I might add, just to be clear. 
but no, very well educated yes. and very you can't uh, enunciate. Right. <laughs> but I will say this: <laughs> if right, you don't know what you're talking drama. about, there are other ways for you to help, and it doesn't have to mean you speaking. You can donate uh, money right. to organizations or people who can. You can give them a platform through your music. You can put them on stage at your show. There's so many different ways for an artist right, to, to participate. Right, without actually being out there mm-hmm. taking body blows right. and, and, to, and, yeah, and taking definitely. big hits like, yeah. big hits yeah. like if that. If you look at Chuck D, for example, or Public Enemy, I mean, they have Farrakhan speeches and all types of other people mixed in, and Kwame Ture was on KRS-One's albums. You know, I, I mean, I do this, you know, so... You know, <laughs> all, all hip hop. I didn't just yeah. I didn't just start yesterday. <laughs> right, but That's but Chuck but Chuck D is an example too. And, mm-hmm. and shout out to Chuck D and thank you for for supporting street soldiers and and what I'm doing and what we all are doing here. But um, Chuck is he's also very big on supporting other people too and other mm-hmm. artists, which I think is fantastic because yeah. you get a cosign from him and it's like mm-hmm. wow, absolutely okay, one of his good. one of his um artists is on all hip hop right now, wow. Karega Bailey. He's one of those people that we have to rally behind to support, but that climate is not necessarily there right now. Exactly. What Do you think the social media, though, the fear of it, and also the way that the people in the industry it's, itself look at, you know, they gauge social media, uh, by the fans, the comments, all that type of stuff, do you think that's kind of having a dampening effect on artists or making people second guess? Robin, let me ask you that as an I think artist. so. I mean, social media, it can be really brutal. You know, they can get very personal, you know, um, just speaking about like the comments, the comments that people just make directly to you. And you have a choice to either respond to it, block it, you know, whatever you choose to do. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that they, they can get in, they're critics, you know, they can get inside your head a little bit. And I think you have to, you know, take the constructive criticism from certain, you know, individuals. You can't take it all because it'll drive you a little insane. And that's not what you're there for. At the end of the day, whatever your message is, that's what you're there to express. But do you feel like, do you feel like it, it, it affects you as an artist in terms of your creativity or do you feel like it actually helps you become more focused on who yeah. I really am and this is why I'm really this way and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing well for me if it's positive feedback of course you know it's that's positive energy if it's negative feedback well then you want to try to make that cultivate that into positive energy so that at the end of the day it can it can affect you but I think you have to just you know choose and pick your battles like you can't let it let it affect you to a certain extent where you can't get the job done you know, you're going to pass people in the street, that guy that bumps you, that woman that steps on your shoe, your shoe, excuse me. Right. Do you not go to that audition? Do you not go to that job interview? Do you still not have a good Monday because that happened? No, you can only let it affect you to a point, you know. And then, and then just keep on moving. And you have to keep on moving, forward. K-I-M. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And there, there's also a lot of artists, too, that, that do things that they don't get pu- a lot of publicity about. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like in their own community, that building boys and girls clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the Fat Joe, uh, Diddy with all the computers and yeah. the, the schools, right. educational things. Fat Joe, same thing, you know, and, and paving the way with Absolutely. the uh, getting the first hip hop float in the Puerto Rican Day Parade and a yeah. lot a lot of things like that. And I say it's, it's interesting what they show in the media, because like you just said, you have a lot of artists doing a lot of really positive things. But we don't see that we get the negative exploitation, you know, a lot of times as right. opposed to. Oh, they're actually being street soldiers, you know, in their own right. Yeah. No, and I mean, I mean, and there there are some artists that they just don't want the publicity because they don't want right. it to look like it's a media thing. <laughs> so like, okay, I just did this or I just <laughs> built this school and and that's it. But, I love but it. But Amadeus, in terms of the conversations that go on in the studio when you're there with the artists, are they are the same conversations people were having a couple years ago, or is there a different kind of 
you know, focus. It depends, man. Like I said, this social media thing is really taken over and, and, and opened up so many different ideas and things to discuss you know something's always happening whether it's positive whether it's negative whether it's you know people glorifying a fight you know that that's that's posted or you know something happening on the two train today like there's always something going on and if you think about it think about when you travel and how many people have their phones out like it's, it's rare that you'll see somebody just just kind of like hanging out or like yeah. reading a newspaper right, right. like everything is the phone right. you know so it, it depends man the, the studio is, is a place of creativity um, so obviously we try, uh, like Robin Hood said, to keep the positive energy flowing so that uh, a song can be created in a great way. And But sometimes there's it could be CNN on, and that can strike you or motivate you to talk about something or to create a record that has to do with whatever uh, is, is going on in the world. And like I said, you know, we all have a right to decide on whether we want to or not. You know what I mean? And Chuck said something uh, amazing. Like some people don't know. Some people don't have the I information. Think that's a big issue. And one thing you don't want to do is try to make a stand and you know go out there and put your fists up <laughs> and then, and then the say th- something off and say something wrong and have the wrong information <laughs> and you tried to help and then you made everything worse. So don't be that. Like, <laughs> and then when and then when the follow up question comes, oh, it's like you that. can't be like. Right. <laughs> don't be that. Don't be that guy. Okay? People had mentors <laughs> back in the day. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's, I think that's part of it too. And and I think what you said about you know what you said about. Tupac is like Tupac came up in this. He came up in yeah. you know the Bay Area and that very activist, Absolutely. Uh, very conscious culture there, mm-hmm. and the, the street culture was that way too. Even the violence yeah. was there, but there was also that as well. And mm-hmm. and some of the artists do have have I don't want to call them mentors because they're not mentoring the career, but they have advisors or they have mm-hmm. people that they trust in right. the community and yeah. maybe the elders that have been around a little bit that are like, hey, this is what it really is. Yeah, now the elders enabled the, the some of this foolishness, so it's a whole nother level. You know, with the with the artists, you know. So. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Um, you know, the Foolish elders shit. aren't the same type of elders now. If you know <laughs> what I'm saying, you know. So some of the foolishness. No, for for those who don't, I know what you're saying. For yeah. those who don't know what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying that. Just like the craziness, like the party, like the yeah, recklessness. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, we see hip hop in a, it's a different form of hip hop now. Right. You know, and I'm not saying that's bad or good. It's just very lopsided. And I think that the gatekeepers are ushering in a lot of this. It's not necessarily the evil empire. It's really people within our own community you know that are that are doing some of the damage that are just keeping up a certain they yeah. want to keep a certain lifestyle or hold on to Absolutely. their wild youth or exactly. something like that At, all of that and all then of they're that. just they're just not doing yeah, yeah. not doing that all, that. all right we're going to take a short break and um we'll be back right after this this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Stay tuned. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. What we're focusing on in this episode, music and activism. Do artists have a responsibility to speak out on social issues? Some fans are asking for it, but other people say, isn't that the job of community leaders, elected officials, all the people who are running stuff? Isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Um, let me introduce our panel to you. We've got a great panel to break this down. Joining us, Emma, uh, Amadeus, Emma, 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 Amadeus, <laughs> multi-platinum music producer for more than 60 artists, including Chris Brown, J-Lo, Young Thug, Trey Songs, and many more. He's also a community activist and educator and a longtime supporter of our Street Soldiers Push for Peace anti-violence efforts. Amadeus, great to have you thank with you, us. Thank you. thank you. Also with us is Robin Hood. She's a hip-hop MC, classically trained actress, Yale School of Drama, and as Miriam Hyman, 
her AKA. You've seen her in many major television network shows. She plays Emile Cooper, the medical examiner on Blue Blood. She's been on The Blacklist and so many more. Robin, thank you so much for being thank with you us. For me. A lot of a lot of buzz around your career right hey. now. This is great. <laughs> really great. Now happy to see it. I'm I'm you know, the more women we get yes, in there, yes. the yes, better indeed. I think. Yes indeed. Um, joining us also is Chuck Creekmore. He is the President of uh, the CEO of AllHipHop.com is one of the premier hip hop websites in the world. In terms of the social pressure, is there a is there a pressure, Chuck? Do you feel a certain pressure as a journalist? You know, for AllHipHop.com, our people, the feedback that you guys get. Well, no. I mean, the thing is, All Hip Hop has always been in the community, and it right. All, exactly. I mean, this is nothing new so we're kind of laughing almost that people suddenly woke because trump got elected or whatever so right. this is nothing new so i don't feel any pressure because i think if you do this there's no pressure uh, what i do feel is that you know now the masses have awakened and now they may feel certain pressures or need to speak out or rally in the streets or you know and that's just human nature i mean people unfortunately are more like sheep than they are lions in general you know and therefore oftentimes need to see someone else go out there or some urgency be imposed on them before they act what what about the social consciousness in the lyrics because this uh -huh. is something that is kind of a cousin of this issue that people talk about a lot they bring up a lot on in social media comments and also on the show and on our feedback which is you know we're, the way the the n-word a lot of people are still very upset that that is used uh -huh. so widely in so much hip-hop the uh -huh. way women are referred to in so many ways robin what do you feel about about that the way women are are referred Ooh. to does that offend you or do you think that that's just like part of the culture when it's really negative, it's just a part of the. I mean, I mean, you see some of these. You see some of the videos, oh, though. Do. It's like really. Oh, like, I do, and it's hard because you know you're rocking out to some of them, <laughs> right? You know, it's like exactly. Wait a what did they just say? Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I do feel offended. I mean, I think I, I really wish that there was more variety in terms of how women, number one, are portrayed in videos, and then also how they're, how they're received, how they're, um, how they're labeled. You know, I mean, everything is uh, a bad, you know, as opposed to just I want a, I love uh, Nas in the, in the album done when he says, you know, she told me she loved me because I'm smart and loyal. That's a major key. Like, mm. you don't even hear that. Right. Very often. <laughs> right. Speaking of uplifting our women in that way, you know, she's smart. She's intelligent. You know, she's she's well rounded. She's versatile. We don't we don't get that. It's just body what's the body looking like you right know? like what and sometimes sometimes in the videos you don't even see the face so it's just yeah. like what, what are we like body part right, like they're cattle you know so yeah i definitely cattle. do <laughs> it's just like wait a minute gee we're not grazing out here <laughs> yeah i mean you know um Lord, so yeah Lord. and i i try to i don't you know really use the n-word at all in my material you know and i try to i try to offer that balance you know um i have a track on my ep that just dropped called red and blue and so we we talk about you know, police brutality, but then we also talk about the red and blue, the blood and the crips, you know, because we, you, you do, you're facing crime in variety of areas. You know, right. I had to walk through, I had to walk through the projects in Philly to get through high school, you know, to get to high school. So it's like, what are you, you know, what are you dealing with? You have these, you know, images, you have these images, who are you gonna side with, who protects you, you know? Um, 
So I, I'm saying a lot. So, so no, no, it's good. No, it's great. We're, it's a talk show. We love it when people talk. Yeah. But in in, ter- in terms of the, so you're saying basically there needs to be more variety and more of a range because ob- mm-hmm. obviously you know in real life you have your extreme of partying and then mm-hmm. the other thing, but it just shouldn't be like a one type of diet like right. just that one type. And no, it shouldn't be. And I don't I don't think anyway. And then I also think that um, as women, you know, when we're coming to the forefront as artists. I think it, it. a lot of it is up to you, too. You know, how do you want people to receive you? How are you, you know... How are you presenting yourself? How are you presenting yourself? Exactly. You know, what do you want people to get from you? Is, is it just that you just want to sell body? Do you want to sell your body and your mind? I mean... What's your focus? Right. You know. Um, the problem is, is these artists they're re- they're rewarded for exactly this type of material. Exactly. And as long as there's a reward at the end of the yeah. tunnel, people are going to continue to do it. You know, and that's the problem I see. You know, and we have to look at the demographics: who's buying mm-hmm. music, who's listening. It's sometimes it's a large white population, sometimes it's large female, but it's not men. Right. That are the consumers, right? They might be creating it. Right. What a hip hop? Con- mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Really? Yeah. Yes. The yeah. majority are women. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. are actually purchasing. Right. Yeah. They're actually buying it. Okay. Right. Who's buying the music? So, I guess that's another thing too, because that's another front, you know, in a way, because you don't. You would think it's the other way around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's yeah, but have you had the have you had the experience where you hear a song and you're going like, oh my god, that's a hot song, that's a crazy beat. It's just it's like like the one who played for me in the studio, and I'm like going, I I hate what it's saying, I hate how they're talking about women, but this song is so catchy. Trey, the the, the song Lisa's talking about is, uh, we were in Chicago, uh, (laughs) and, 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 and Trey was on the bill, Chris Brown was on the bill, and Young Thug was on the bill, and they went into the studio. Uh, in Chicago and had a great time and created a record uh, that I produced along with the breed called That Night. Mm-hmm. And they just, just talked about different women from, you know, what New York, L.A. Night? And just, you know, it was, it was a fun song, but it's reality, you know what I'm saying? And right. it is what it is. And Lisa, you know, was like, okay, wow, the lyrics is a little extra, uh, but uh, it's knocking and it's rocking. And, it's and, that's, and that's what happens. And, you know, just, just to, to add on what, you know, my uh, fellow panelists said, a year ago, um, you brought up the N-word. About a year or two ago, I got tired of it. And I felt like, why not use a different word? Um, and I started using, and, and, and Chuck is my brother, he'll tell you. I started using king. King and queen. I have it tatted on my hand. And I started, so whenever I greet someone, I would say, what's up, king? Peace, king. Yep. Whenever I greet you know, a young lady, a woman, well, I say, peace, queen. Peace, That's queen. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And Same thing. Yeah. You do it? I do. And I didn't start it. I didn't create anything. But it's just what I, I like felt. That. And... Every, and you know, the power of social media is so major so that me doing that online and me greeting people like that, whenever they would see me, they would say that. And I'm like, wow, this is getting bigger, you know, than I thought. So peace king, peace queen, peace king. And, and people have frowned upon it. People that have negativity to say about that. Oh, you think you're a king? Yes, uh, I'm a king. I'm a king in my own right. I'm a king in what I feel a king is. A king is someone that provides and takes care of their family. A king is respectful. A king is someone that works hard, that, that does the right thing. A king is a person that's positive. So we're not going back into medieval times when you know we had slaves and people that worked for us and knights and no, no. But a king and a queen is however you view yourself as a king and a queen. And why not implement that in the music? And that's a form of social activism. It's exactly. a form of, it, it really is. Yeah. Right. And yeah. probably more impactful than like speaking at a march or something. But like, right. No matter what you do, people are always gonna have something to say, people are always gonna judge it. Whether you're using the N-word, whether you use it, because somebody is finding something wrong with me using King. 
Like, don't be mad at me because you don't view yourself as that or king or right. queen. Like, right. look yourself in the mirror, love who you are, yeah. and 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 because you can't wait for somebody to tell you who you are. Right. Right. I'm telling you, I'm a king. You know, and and, and hopefully, <laughs> right. and I know you will. You will tell me you're a queen. Yes, sir. Now, if you're saying you a bad b, that's on you. Right. right. And, then, and, then, and then as a man, you're going to have different expectations. There's going to be different expectations exactly. and a different set of signals. But Robin, let me ask you this, because cause you, you're trained Yale School of Drama, which yes, is very, congratulations. in the building. Major, congratulations. Major, right? But the, the language, like, like Amadeus is talking about king and queen and, and the, you know, versus some of the raunchier language that's in some of the trap songs we just love. But the, um, <laughs> <laughs> guilty, I admit it. Guilty is charged. Um, guilty is charged. <laughs> But I'm an adult. It's a different thing when you're watching those videos and the, the song comes on and then it's like that you you have your 10-year-old niece with you and you're like, oh, no, wait a minute, right. this is, you, you know. know real, no, quick, this is real... real quick to add to what you just said, like, it's a song. It's a song. It's entertainment. You know, so I think that's what we're doing. We're we're enjoying the moment. We're having fun. We're not viewing as myself as a bad B or, right. or an N. Right. It's just, it sounds good. It felt good at the moment. That's right. what that artist expressed at that time. Right. And they're you giving know, so you that feeling, whatever that feeling is, that, that's, either a, rock that's with a predominant thing. Don't. Exactly. But nine but times out of ten, we like... <laughs> but I think it's a well, different thing. thing is, people, <laughs> well, with your beats, always. People aren't right, mature, but see, the thing... I, I feel I'm a dance, but I also feel that... Even as an adult, mm -hmm. when you when you take in that, it's like eating junk food versus eating healthy. What's right. in your mind? It's it's still feeding your mind to some extent. Excellent right. point. So, you know, I'm not trying to say turn down, right. but I am saying let's make. You're some... saying balanced diet, like Ryan right? Did. A little bit of a, ba a balanced diet. Exactly. Exactly. But because because here's here's the thing that 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 I always I always struggle with and it's, still don't have an answer for. It's like like Chuck said, feeding our mind. But it's like if you are. If, if you believe, okay, what I envision, that's going to pave the way, that that's going to happen, and words are things, mm -hmm. and words determine how we feel and how people respond to us, then if we are saying negativity, talking about, mm -hmm. you know, stacking bricks, shooting people, all this yeah. stuff, then that changes, the, changes our sensitivity, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean... I guess so, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think for me, it's when people aren't actually of that lifestyle and that's what they're talking about and then that's mm. what they try to sell basically mm. right so it's like you're just selling you know a facade pretty right. much you know because that's not who you really are your cars are rented uh -huh. you know those young ladies were we just saw them down the block you know they were at the casting right <laughs> you know, they're you're the sleeping audition. on your mother's couch so right. you can afford you don't the have a payment. personal relationship right. with them you probably couldn't pick them up and, i mean i don't know maybe right. you could but <laughs> you know nowadays um but yeah, I mean, I just, I just, it heightens my awareness, you know, um, just whatever the music is. And, and for me, it, it's, it's my uh, responsibility to make sure that I'm saying the things that I want to say, that I'm addressing people, you know, the way that I would like to. Because like you said, people, somebody is always going to have something to say. There are critics everywhere. They're on both of your shoulders. Right. You know, so it's up to you to sort of, you know, pick and choose in terms of, again, what you're going to take in what, what you're gonna, you're gonna take out, out what, I, I, love, yeah. I like that what you said mm -hmm. in terms of what we what we take in like junk food and and healthy right. food sometimes you do need that junk food right. anyway is it kale or ice and street <laughs> sometimes you just can't cut the kale <laughs> does not cut you it you know you gotta go hardcore crown shout to the crown um anyway <laughs> right <laughs> this is okay. street soldiers i'm lisa evers we'll be back right after this hey what up y'all this is lloyd the king of hearts and this is street soldiers with lisa evers real issues real politics and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did.
Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're focusing on music and activism. Should artists be speaking out more? Some fans say yes. Other people say it's not really their business. They're there just to entertain us. Let's find out what our panel has to say about it. Joining me, Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer for more than 60 big-name artists like Chris Brown, J-Lo, Young Thug, Trey Songs. He's also a community advocate and educator and a longtime supporter of our Street Soldiers Push for Peace anti-violence efforts. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you. Always good to be here. Always good to have you. Also joining us is Robin Hood, a.k.a. Miriam Hyman. I'll tell you why she's got an a.k.a. <laughs> I love that. She's a hip-hop MC and a classically trained actress. She studied at the Yale School of Drama. She has many television credits from major network shows um, to her name, including playing Emile Cooper on Blue Bloods. You've probably seen her on The Blacklist and many others. Robin, great to have you with Thank us. Thank you for having We me. really appreciate it. Also joining us, Chuck Creekmore. He's a CEO of AllHipHop.com, one of the premier hip-hop news sites in the world. In terms of changing the world, if we, ch if the lyrics changed, if there was more of a, let's say, diverse diet, mm -hmm. uh, if people were using, you know, the the lyrics and the music to kind of get a more of a message out there, would that have an impact? Or do you think fans are ready for that? I think it would definitely have an impact. I mean, if you look at history, um, not just hip-hop, but before that, the blues and James Brown and Stevie Wonder and all the great artists that we've had in this country, you can absolutely see the impact that their art had on the people. And so if the, me if the message changed and people are willing to receive it, I think so. Um, I think the problem is now is just that everybody wants that instant hit and they listen to social media and the fans a little more than we would think i believe you know really okay i think so i think that it, as opposed to before where you could you could drop even a flop first album and then your then the label lets you figure it out and by your second you're killing it i don't think people have that that, well, there's um, no grueling process and no kind of like trainee period. There's no investment, really. You know, Inve what I mean? that's a better yeah. word. Yeah, yeah there's no investment in the artist. In development, absolutely. Right. That's like long that term. Yeah. Yeah, so every, I, I would love to see us put the same energy into the people that I support on a daily, as we put into the Drakes and even the Kendricks. You know, you know, artists like. I mean, yeah, Kendrick's like the perfect example, right? Like, let's look at his pathway and how long that actually took right. for him to pop and who it took for him to pop, too. Right. And I think if we put those type of investments in the artists that are on the underground, we can make a big change. But it's also, this, but also, but at the end of the day, Amadeus, you you make a lot of you've made a lot of hits for a lot of people. Isn't it about the song? It, it's like a, a so people turn to entertainment, you turn to music because you want to feel. You want to feel something. Usually, right. you want to feel good. Usually, you want to feel in. The, <laughs> it's true. I'm. I, if I'm wrong, drunk. correct oh, me. Right. Music you you want to feel good. You want to. You want to feel a bit of an escape from. Right. You know. Yes. Yes. It's true. Right. From that. So, if the if the song, if there was a a quote unquote socially conscious song, mm -hmm. with one of your killer beats, do you think that could be a hit, or do you think the message would just be people would be like, no, I gotta hear about bottles, babes, and you right. know what? See, that's the thing. That's and you, the way you put that is so great. I don't know if it would be a hit. Usher had a hit. What's wrong? Chains. That was, I mean, it wasn't like obviously not a hit hit, but that right, was right, a right, right. Record. But see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like. Amadeus, it can be a hit with you and I. Keep going. Well, uh, well, <laughs> that's the all right, all right, there we go. That's the answer. I mean, that's the chance that we take. You know, like you said, 
everything now it's 808 which which we learned on the show with you you taught me the you know 808 and and (laughs) and turn up and have fun instead of really dealing you know and people people do a story where you're telling a story people people deal with life they don't want you know and i'm guilty at sometimes for it too sometimes you just don't want to deal with what's really in front of you right right like your bills and they're about to call to cut tv off right sometimes you just don't want to deal with that you know what i mean and 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 like you said sometimes music can be an escape where you remove yourself from life and what you're really dealing with in the real issues (laughs) right and that's the challenge so it's like how do we how do we turn that around? How do we? We just need to stand up. No, I think and it's remove vision. the fear it, right. of of what the reality is and stand up and and do and do our best to do something about it. Right. You know. And but you you said it. You you know you got to speak things in, into existence. Ex, ex, speak oh, into existence. existence. Yeah. So let's get this record. Dude, let you, just, let's yeah, get this I, record. Just, I was just gonna say too, just dovetailing off of that. Um, you know, you mentioned not having any money or being broke. We can talk about those things within the music and still be uplifting and still be positive. I right. have a track called Holes in My Pocket. Mm. You know, I got holes in my pocket and Sally May keep calling, stop it. You know, mm. <laughs> I can't floss like a boss. Wallet on pause. Credit card didn't go through. Lost. You mm. know, so, but it's a it's a club track. <laughs> right. You know, and the beat is crazy, you know. Right. and But you can stop today and say, you know what? I'm alive today. You know, I'm breathing today. Mm. You know. I might have some holes in my pocket, but you know what? I'm going to take that to the cleaners on Friday. We're going to get them pockets sewn up. Mm. Like, you know, there's a way to still deal with the pressures, the societal pressures, and still come out on top. Don't be defeated by negativity. Right. Right. And sometimes that's all people need to know is is just that there is a way. And there is another way, you know. Like you said, use your vocabulary. All these artists that are here now, you can choose another word if you choose to. If you're using words, because if you, now if you're using words, actually <laughs> not using words. Are you thinking of? <laughs> something else. Uh, hey, uh, I, I can name names. Say hey, no, they don't. Go know ahead, Chuck. Go ahead. Come on. Designer, of course. Right? Yeah. You know he's the yeah. main culprit. No, don't you remember with the rich, with the rich, <laughs> the rich homie Quan? Right. People were like, they were, they were going. What's the translation of this? They were doing yeah, this. exactly. You know, and I mean, it's all good. You know what I mean? But yet, like we've all said. We have to bounce that out. Mm-hmm. We have to. I love designer because he's. You His can't, energy you is just crazy. Have to, right? You can't stop looking at him. You have to watch, right. no matter what. So I'm not hating on designer. Just no, the clear. energy and the creativity is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, right. plus uh, you know, it's it's just it's touching the nerve with so many people. But do you do you find Robin when you're you're you know studying for different roles for acting yeah. roles? Does language the different language you use? help you to prepare for that role? Of course. Or of course. I mean, one of character? the reasons why I got into music in general is because I, I, like you said, I'm classically trained. I do a lot of Shakespeare. So there, you know, there's verse, there's prose with that. Um, and so basically, yeah. I mean, it's everybody's written a different way. I just played a pastor on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She has a very, mm-hmm. you know, specific speech pattern in the way that she says certain things. but. Um, you know, something like the uh, Blue Bloods, it's very technical speech. You know, I'm talking about uh, dead bodies, right. you know, and basically. With medical terminology right, with and medical you're a doctor and you're playing a doctor. Doing those right. autopsies and, you know, speaking that language. So, you know, for me, it's great because that's just, you know, more fuel, you know, more tools in my uh, toolbox right. that I can pick and choose from, you know, so. So any medical rap coming up? Uh, not <laughs> medical rap. Can't you see that uh, one? Dr. Drew. Not any medical rap. But, but I, in, in terms, so, so there's there's ways to do, I mean, I think this is great because it, you guys are helping me see it. There's different ways that people can have an impact. Of course. Within yeah. their creative world. Right, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yes. And, and doing it like that. Amadeus, in terms of the artists that are, the, the, the newest artists that are coming up, do you see a change or do you see that it's still the same kind of diversity? Some are into 
community and others aren't or you know what and I'm you know what and, and, and I'm glad you brought it up it, for me you know you mentioned that I do the panels I go to different colleges I go to different schools and for me it's been challenging to get artists out right and honestly I, I take offense to it because I feel like you do have a platform this is not even politics this is just this music, is just talking about music. the music this is just showing and teaching people and pushing people to be great and to push people to believe in their dreams right. you know what I mean and and the hassle that I get in regards to getting artists to show up to do that is it's it's like to me it's unacceptable you know Chuck has, has uh you know graced the panel with his presence he spoke at one of the panels that I did at NYU I would love to have you I'd love to be um there. and it's just amazing how people don't want to want to give I just want to give you know and giving is not necessarily finances just give your time. You know, if you're driving, if you're from Jersey, and that means you, so much to people. It's incredible. Be, the, the faces, and Chuck can, can vouch for this, the faces and the response that we get from doing this music one-on-one uh, music uh, college tour, it's amazing. Just to see the look in their eyes after we tell our stories and after we shed light on how we got here and our journey and what you need to do. It's just a sense of, okay, I'm ready. I got what it takes. I'm going to go out there and be great. And at the end of the day, it's room for everybody to succeed. And I think I feel like the the main thing is intimidation. People fear losing their spot. Once I move here, I'm afraid that you might come and take this spot. Right. And you shouldn't you shouldn't be worried about your spot. There should be you should be you should be wanting to move forward. Right. You should be wanting to stay in the same spots, spot. Anyway. Create new create spots. New spots. Yeah. Let somebody else get that spot that you was just in. Move forward and let and 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 be a leader so that they'll follow in the right direction. Do their own thing. But at least follow in the right footsteps. You know what I mean. So I, I wish that artists would just sh- would just give back more. Jadakiss came out yesterday. I spoke at a, a high school in Aspirations High School in Brooklyn, and he came out and he did his thing. It wasn't long and drawn out, you know, because people people felt like they have to be perfect speakers. And right, he came and give out an hour speech. No, no, he came out. He spoke for about three to four minutes and was impactful. And, and lives were changed and people were encouraged and he was like okay I'm done they say I ain't got no long speech I'm not preaching to you said what he said and kept it moving that's all it takes if, if, if we if we and I said this yesterday if we reach one person if I reach one person doing a music one on one college tour that's all that matters it's not about reaching everybody everybody don't want it everybody don't want to be great everybody don't want to listen everybody don't want the tools Right. but you may want it so I'm going to give it to you and then you'll pass it along, That's and funny. you'll pass it along. And somebody else will pass it along. And, and we'll it'll, all grow. it'll enable that creativity. Absolutely. And enable that diversity. Absolutely. No, what do you think about that, Chuck? No, nah, I'm giving you the final that, word. That's, yeah, that's the way it's got to happen. And, you know, as much as we want to sit here and act like marching and things like that are going to change the world, really it's not. It, it, will, it, it may impose, you know, um, pressure on right publicity poli- right publicity but at the end of the day we have to change people's hearts and minds and and we have to uh, and, and give them means by which they can feed their family and and be great or at least at least provide and that's and, that's and grow, where, it that's grows an artist and grows a person Absolutely. Robin final word real quick I mean you said reach you know and I have a track mode well, it's the first track on my EP it's called reach and um you know, I'm reaching for the moon, but still amongst all stars. Like beans, I'm getting large. Seagull streets, I fully charged. I got a lot up my sleeve beyond spitting and rolling trees. First, I was West Philly bred, but instead, I plant seeds. Word. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Keep reaching. You we'll, know? Ch- we'll check it out. Tell me what's the name yeah, of the yeah. EP. Yeah, it's called For Hire. For Hire? Yes. All right. F-O-R-H-I-H-H-I-G-H-E-R. Excuse me. Yeah, For Hire. All right, so that's iTunes, dope. Yeah. Title, Spotify, Google Play. Mm-hmm. All right, For yeah. Hire with Robin Hood. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank Amadeus, Robin Hood, For Hire. Check it out on Spotify. 
iTunes, the whole, you know, every place we get our music. <laughs> and uh, Chuck Creek, we're all hiphop.com. Thank you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Yes. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Great show. And remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace. <laughs>